0: Welcome to Soberish, the I didn't even know there was a Super Bowl today podcast. I'm here with Noah Lampert. There's another episode with Noah that got lost on an SD card from November. And I don't know that there's anything in November. We ne- Maybe I like maybe I like predicted things that are happening yeah, right now. So that be me- cool. might be tight. I know I did make fun of Aaron Doherty's. Uh, uh, al- what do you call that? Um, not Allegations his claim that his guides told him to run. Do you remember that? (laughs) It was like, Oh, Hey guys, I'm supposed to run a sale on black Friday. and I'm like, fucking, how'd you get the retail guides? What the fuck? Why am I got to sit through classes in my dreams about the death of the masculine energy and shit? And you're getting fucking sale downloads. How does that work? How do I sign up for that fucking bullshit? Anyway, it was funnier when I said on that episode, but you're never going to know that because I'm probably not going to release it. <laughs> I might release it on Patreon. Hey, anyway, welcome to the podcast. Noah and I just did a live. I did on Patreon. That's a $20 tier. You get to actually see how awful it is to talk to me. <laughs> actually, tonight, the people got to watch me eat a cheeseburger without cheese. Got and to fries. watch me eat a hamburger yeah. and, fries and fries for the entirety of the live. Yeah. Pretty gross. (laughs) It was good times. Noah, you were going to move to L.A. and that was pretty cool. And now you are abandoning me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't put it specifically like that, but I'm spending probably spending not as much time in L.A. as I thought. Oh, okay. He's changing the story. A minute ago, he was like, I'm abandoning you, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I'll be back here. I think in March um, there's definitely stuff out here. It's pretty clear. But. Yeah, I did a hard pivot. I've learned that if I say something... Dude, it's been...
0: 2020 has been some pivots. What the fuck? Ladies and gentlemen, pivots. Yeah. I'm just going to keep vaguely talking about them. Um, No, it's been insane.
1: Wild, right? Yeah, it's uh, I don't even know how to say it.
0: How many days were in
1: January? A hundred... Three Something 103? like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was crazy. I became seven different people in January. I learned lessons that were so deep inside of me. Things I'd been looping on for years. Yeah. And I was just breaking
1: out. Yeah. It it was really the longest month I've ever experienced in my entire life by far.
0: Yeah. There's funny tweets. I retweeted one that said, quick question. Are there other months in 2020 <laughs> or is it just January?
1: <laughs> it does see. Yeah, I'm hoping Feb. I actually, you know, the for as long as it was, I loved it. Like, I really, really, really loved January. Um, but yeah, that time just bent super slow.
2: Like-
0: I it it time went fast. Like there were things I was doing that I was like, was this just eight hours? And then it but it, like but the month lasted forever and there was so much packed into it. But it was very meth like. I'm not trying to sell you guys on math again, but it was very manic. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, I, I know, mean, I'm <laughs> sorry. January Listen, was my experience is w- my math is everyone else's like paranoid delusions. <laughs> it's only fun for me. <laughs> um, it was very manic and I love the sensation of I like that. I'm so I'm so prone to going fast. And so I'm I'm um Oh cool I love it when it's podcast night and I don't have any of my words prone isn't the word I was looking for I can't wait to talk for an hour straight to a (laughs) microphone right now without my vocabulary do you remember when we had words it's like okay I understand that we're not going to use them forever because we're about to be telepathic but can we wait until that point before you take two thirds of my fucking vocabulary away
1: it does go away sometimes
0: (sighs) yeah and it's just like only when I have a mic not that I'm ever not
1: talking I just want to record my whole life at this point. That's where you know you're really either going totally insane or. But I just. I like the idea of so many of the conversations I'm having not recorded. I'm like, damn.
0: Yeah. I can't wait till it's just like our head, like our eyes are recording everything Black Mirror <laughs> yeah, style. Yeah, Black Mirror
1: style. That episode did not. That's not a good episode.
0: It will be so fantastic because I just switched phones and lost a sex tape. And I'm like, God damn it. If only. <laughs> Just kidding, that POV would be gross. Anyway. <laughs> God, shut up, Jessa. Um, Imagination Project. I want to talk about Imagination Project. A lot of people are messaging me. This episode's mostly just gonna be me talking at Noah, who will attempt to get a word in edgewise and cool. likely fail. Cool. Um, I'm just kidding. I we're know. gonna we're gonna go back and forth. I know. But uh, I had some downloads to get into and some just energy update stuff and then stuff that people have been asking about but it's the last day that noah will be here in la because he's abandoning me um i also like that i'm almost never available to hang out and then it's like the first time we hang out and you're leaving and yeah. i'm like well what am i supposed <laughs> to do and you're like the exact same thing you've done the entire time i was in la yeah exactly not hang out um all right so the imagination project is spelled with a z and not a t i want that out there first of all and i get that that's kind of weird to add z's to words but like i came uh i got the download for imagination project in 2001 when this was like edgy and cool also it represents creating zion which is the new world where's the z instead of the t
1: so it's imagination
0: Yeah, but it's just imagination. No, I get it. I'm just trying to understand where it is. Imagine, yeah. Zion. Create Zion. I'm with it. Yeah.
1: Babylon. Yeah, I'm with it. New world. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool.
0: The premise of Imagination Project is just to create the new world, to anchor in a new paradigm in this paradigm, and anyone can create things under the Imagination Project's concept. If you look at the world and you're like, here's a corrupt system. Here is something I don't like. Here is something like, here's a group that's being ignored or marginalized or oppressed. Here's something we could do to create it. Here's something that I have the means to create, create it. Then you're creating Zion. That's it. We're creating the new world. I'm not really trying to like completely uh, start saying Zion about all the time. Yeah, but just you're the you're one Zionist exam- now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one example. I know that that's somebody else's thing. So, um, <laughs> Creating the new world. We're anchoring the new world. And um, the original vision of this organization in 2001 was I've gotten into it a little bit before, but so we have the, arson, the arsonists, I almost said, the arsenal. <laughs> the arsenal destroy the old world, they tear down the old world. It's a heavy millennial energy. It's a lot like I have a lot of arsenal and just that I have a burning desire to watch the systems fall. But, like, you got the SJWs, the, you know, it's just the people changing, like, tearing down the old things. And that energy will stay on the planet but change form for a long time until everything's gone. And um, Lilith, my six-year-old, before she was born, I met her, and Phoenix was an image setter. Even though we all have varying, you know, we all have that varying... uh, that spectrum of yeah. masculine and feminine energy, dark and light. And we also have like varying degrees of this arsenal and image setter energy. It's also just energy until we're done with the transition, right? But Phoenix was predominantly image setter and she turned out to be an artist. And Lilith was predominantly arsenal. And it's so funny because she's like, um, sun in Leo, Aries rising, I think. And fire, she's fire. just, she's always hot. If you look at Lily, she's got like her, her pants like pulled up over her knees.
1: That's how I, especially when I was younger. Yeah. She's
0: like always complaining about being hot. And it wasn't until I looked at her birth chart. That Where's I'm her like, moon? I'm looking right now.
1: Um, Yeah, fire. Fire, fire, fire.
0: Sun and Leo, moon and Aries, Mercury yeah. and Cancer. Tri- triple. Uh, Virgo Ascendant.
1: Oh, Virgo Ascendant
0: um uranus and aries a lot of cancer in the chart Water. this kid saturn and scorpio pluto and interesting um anyway i uh sorry for that commercial break <laughs> of my kid's birth chart <laughs> I've been i'm so like eight. my kids she runs hot anyway here's her <laughs> here are her aspects um Okay, so Arsenal, they tear the old world down. Then you got like the healers, the, you know, the, that's all pretty self-explanatory, the oracles, there was record keepers also, that's all pretty like whatever. And then you have the image setters. So what the image setters do is they create the new world through creating art. And the biggest like priority when I was being trained was to find these image setters and hide them and protect them mm-hmm. like i can never think of the word i'm looking for for this but like essentially like the guy from x-men you just got like go around and find them and then like cocoon them and give them i don't know if that's the which guy, guy from, from which guy from X-Men? the guy in a wheelchair doesn't he like track down. yeah, yeah he just like tracks down yeah, professor x he was the mutants, guy who protected right?
1: totally i'm with you 100 yeah, okay on this i just was i was like yeah.
0: i've seen half of one of these movies i don't yeah. know chill on the fucking morpheus uh (laughs) metaphors jessa um so these are the ones that will create the new world and they will create the new world through art and in 2001 i guess is when i got the imagination project download it was like you will like buy up they just started in portland doing these like artists lofts where you could rent these like studio spaces and then the artists were also like living in them yeah And so they were like, buy up buildings and put artists in them and then just take care of their uh, commercial, like their capitalist handle all of that for them so that they can just make art. And because through the art, they are creating the new world. Some examples of uh, image setting and knowledge of image setting is that one Prince video that somebody shared in the group a while back. I think it's called One, where he talks about the artist's are now creating art. This was in 1999. And he's like, we have artists creating art about the reality that already exists rather than about a new reality because they are the creators of the reality, but nobody remembers that. Yeah. Another example of that is people keep saying that the Simpsons predicted the future and it's like the Simpsons created. There's no such the thing future. as fiction. That's a very
1: true fact. There's no such thing as fiction. Even if we don't directly experience it in this linear timeline, rest assured it's being played out either somewhere else or somewhere. It's literally just a fact.
0: Everything is real, right? (laughs) So everything that they created on that show, because here's the the key, they create it and then so many people point their perception at it. And so they make it so powerful. And this is why art is so fucking important yeah the image setters are not that anybody's more important than the others but the image setters are very important in laying the groundwork for the new world when did you
1: get the download for that 2001 i got so my first taste of it was in i mean it could have been 2000 it was like early early awakening that's really might have been pre nine eleven. that's about so i first got i first did acid in 98 and I got a dose of my own kind of individual, like, oh, I get my place in it. And then about 2000 when I was in, uh, no, it was 2000. Yeah, my junior year. Fuck. Same shit. Same exact thing. I had no idea what was going on, but it was exactly that. That creative, independent, creative people were going to collectively come together and shape a new world because that's fuck how. Yeah. But literally then transitioning from like high school to college, it was fucking, it was a mind fuck. But that's so crazy. Holy shit.
0: So the original vision of, and I tried to pull it off as a tweaker and it wasn't time yet. I tried to pull it off back
1: in college as a fucking person losing my mind and it also didn't go so well. Yeah,
0: no. (laughs) It turns out hard to get a grant when you're high on meth, (laughs) Um, but it wasn't time yet, but I spent a lot of time and energy talking about it and imagination with a Z has been my screen name. Don't hack my shit (laughs) on fucking everything for 20 years, bananas that it's about to actually start to happen now. In 2019, as Imagination Project started to come forward, the uh, current phase one, I think, is going to be more about facilitating. I think what's happening right now is it's still just galactic beings waking up. I don't think the humans, like just straight humans who have just been on Earth through the karmic reality... Um there's a difference. They feel like extras in the movie kind of, and it's not, it's not a value, judge- none of the fucking shit matters. It's not a value judgment. It's just like, okay, so humans are like something that higher dimensional beings planted on earth and then watched them grow and higher dimensional beings like cultivated them and played God to them. And as they grew up, like they, there became an opportunity for, uh, you know, they're like avatar. They're Sims. I don't fucking know. <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, that's pretty accurate.
0: But a lot of the awakenings that are happening right now are like galactic beings like seated onto the planet who have been here. You're not... You're waking up. You're not becoming something you've never been before. That's right. You're waking up to the fact that you've been it the entire time. It's different. And what we do is we completely change this planet into something else. We shift the paradigm. And then they just kind of are are on it is what I think happens. I don't think they go through the same... (sighs)
1: I think it's like kind of like this. I think there are people, most likely people listening to this podcast. My fucking nose again. Yeah, the nose thing is so real. My nose, every time I talk about this shit, my nose starts itching so bad. So weird, right? It was happening to me before when I was doing the chart stuff. I was like, what's going on? Um, So I think there are people, though, who are kind of like the key image setters who kind of trailblaze the path and set the frequency or tone for people to resonate with. And I do think not everyone is that. I think just right. in, in duality, not everyone could be that. It wouldn't make sense. And that's, again, not a value judgment. You know, sometimes it's just amazing to get on that roller coaster in the middle row and fucking chill out. You're not in the very front. Like, there's no, it's not, there's not a difference. So, right. um, yeah, it's not, it's not everyone's job to kind of set the tone of 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 what's going on. But for people who, it is and people who understand this it's fun that's like the kind of best part i think
0: yeah i don't think that everyone is an image setter there are also like what has been coming up lately is people who are like i don't know i'm supposed to create a (laughs) brewery where people do art and like oh you're the you're housing the image setters like there are people who are like that are um there to there's a million different jobs besides these, you know, image setter, arsenal, whatever. Yeah, these yeah. are just energies that we're like predominantly yeah, yeah, yeah. working side by side in destroying and creating in tandem. Um, but we need people, healers, new medicine, um, people who create space for the image setters, yeah. people who are able to open these these places and give them somewhere to live, um, or give their give just give them somewhere to create. You yeah. know.
1: Yeah, like actually setting the space. Yeah.
0: 2019 um, downloads about Im- um, imagination project. My nose is driving me nuts. It's crazy. Um, about imagination project. were about creating a new economy and the new economy is just, and this is how we collapse capitalism is we just change the way we do business. That's it. Capitalism is not a universal fact. The government is not a universal law. These are just things we made up as a means to an end and we can just undo them by creating something better. You have enough people awake on the planet. They start working into the new system and this thing, you don't fight it to get it to go away. It just is irrelevant. It's like, I don't, what do you want? We don't need your rules. We don't need your fucking money. We figured out how to do it amongst ourselves. So the vision of Imagination Project 2020, phase one, is I will have people on my podcast who are mental health professionals that are awake, who are readers, whatever, uh, of my choosing. Please don't solicit this. <laughs> um And, uh, But also anyone who listens to this podcast who is one of those things can put their information on the Imagination Project website for free. I will host the website for free by myself. Um, If I've done a reading with you or I've had a session with you, I will put a review on there. If you've been on the podcast, obviously you're going to get clients from there. Then people who listen to this podcast who want... Mental health uh, professionals that they could talk to on the phone that are awake that can help them work through their trauma yeah. without fucking um, talking them in circles because the therapist isn't awake. Right. I tried that last year, and my friend was like, "What are you talking to a therapist is asleep it's for?" And nightmare. I was like, "It's insane, yeah. right? It makes no sense." Um, and then these readers and these healers, like fucking Lacey and Amy Spicer, and so you've met them, you've heard them on the podcast, and then. Uh, then, so then the, the website provides business for them, right? It provides resources for you guys who want those things. You want those readings. You want those people. You want someone you've heard before that isn't woo fucking empty, dumb, uh, you know, no, no shade, but you guys know that a lot of the dumb fucking empty toxic positivity jerk off motion, uh, new age shit. Yeah. I feel insane right now. All right, there's some of that manic energy I was looking for (laughs) or that cup of coffee I slammed. So in exchange for that, in exchange for creating a place for them to find new clients and whatever, um, I will work out a deal with the people that want to participate in this where they will provide a discount to me to provide services to people who can't afford. Awesome. These services. So, let, you know, you, you're getting all this business generated through being promoted on this podcast and then uh, and from this community. And then you give me a deal that I will d- I'll figure out behind closed doors, but you give me a deal and then people who can't afford and I mean genuinely can't afford. So do not be a piece of shit when this comes out, because I am psychic and I am the one that fi- figures out who gets what. Damn. This is for people who genuinely cannot afford uh, stuff. I, You guys are great and I doubt, I seriously doubt that's going to be an issue, but I can't I can't believe how fucking great everyone that listens to this podcast it's is. Nuts, it's right? like, you
1: guys have great days. <laughs> I'm um,
0: so blessed because I look at other communities and I'm
1: like, whoo. I was thinking this the other day. It's odds defying across YouTube, uh, Instagram, like all, it's crazy. It's yeah. Cr- yeah, I get no, it. No, I'm like,
0: people are like, oh God, you have so many crazy people, whatever. And I'm nope. like, no yeah no yes. I have like it's amazing yeah. and we're talking about bat shit yeah stuff totally the crazy. yeah it's, it's the best anyway you guys are amazing so <laughs> I don't think this will be an issue as a matter of fact I'm like literally having to talk about this because you guys are like blowing me up asking how to donate money so <laughs> um so then imagination project will have the website which is not built just because I um the nice person who's building it is waiting for me to get an- stuff back to her and I just haven't yet because it's just not time Um, if it was time, I would do it. This is, you hear that? That is like letting myself off the hook because I'm in flow. And that's what you guys should do for yourselves. I can hear you guys just like putting so much pressure on yourselves all the time that you should be getting so much done. 3d productivity is not the finish line. You guys are doing a great job just sitting and, and healing and taking care of yourself and everything will come when it's time and you're all doing a great job anyway.
1: Fuck yeah. Amen. Welcome to the Jessa Reed School of
0: uh, Justifying Procrastination. (laughs) Just kidding. That's serious. It really is how it works. Yeah. So then Imagination Project will have an application. And the application process will be, I don't know, there's a couple things that I want to put in it that I can't tell if they're appropriate or whatever. But ideally, this would be aimed at like... I want to balance the scales. So marginalized communities, definitely like people who don't have resources that the privileged have, you know, I just like, don't know how to say that without being whatever. But the idea is to balance the scale. So we want to get people who have been pushed onto these hamster wheels and start letting them off of these hamster wheels as they're going through their awakening. Now in like five sessions between Lacey and Amy and these amazing psychiatrists and stuff that we have, We should be able to pick people who've been slammed into 5D up off of the ground, brush them off, be like, okay, we've cleared a ton of this, right? And then get them established. Maybe a session with me after, like a session with me in the beginning real quick so I can just like because I've connected with all these healers and stuff, like I have a vibe of who's good for what. So yeah. like a, you know, half an hour with me and I'm like, okay, here's what we got to, here's like your orientation. Here's the people you go to. And then after those five sessions are done, maybe we do something about money or a, bu- you know, like right. manifesting so it, or whatever to
1: make it work. This is, that's the crazy thing. Like I've had people, cause like we were talking about like what my rates are now is a shitload of people have hit me up who have been like, I didn't think I would ever be able to afford it, but I thought about getting money to be able to afford it, and it just like popped up. And I'm like, once you learn, once you straighten out like your emotional, psychological, energetic stuff, yeah, you, you teach people that, and then you're like, you're good, you're good, yeah, and tune yourself up, and then do it for other people. No, this is I love this is the best thing ever,
0: and it wouldn't. Excuse me. I just ate a burger in <laughs> uh, an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there are podcasts. So. And this is how you, how you guys can do this. You can do this. You can just create the new world in my head. I'm like, what do we need? We need to help people through this awakening. Right. Because I started seeing this like, like karmic washing machine and people getting picked up and slammed down. And I'm like, okay, who do I want to help? I want to help them. How do I help them? Okay. Well, I need to provide them with these services. How do I provide them with these services? And like, you know, but like, I just don't let a brick wall happen. I'm like, okay, I need money. Okay. How do I get money? patreon right because like they're fucking podcasts that make hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month they have so many more downloads than i'm probably ever going to get but like i get a fair amount of downloads i could get a thousand people to pay 20 bucks a month exactly um i don't have to do uh readings all day i could pay myself and then also we could fund this entire thing this is not like breaks real quick this is not a um uh fundraiser right now this is just my thought process i only want people to sign up for patreon because they want the content right right right. this is my intention of what to do with the content this is also without me consulting a lawyer or an accountant or or uh i have not yet figured out my tax liability with this or anything else i think you'll be fine so i've already given away uh about 50 percent of everything i've made on patreon but I just don't want, I don't want any kind of scandal. I don't, I don't like you're I fine. am not a snake oil salesman. I am not trying to separate you from your money. You're fine. I try to offer, thank you. I try to offer content and services for the money and I don't want any, like I'm not trying to ask anybody for it right now. <laughs> this is just the idea in my head. Yeah. If I sell a fucking comedy special, I don't get like, cause I don't fucking care about money. I'm not broke. Uh, I don't have anything in like a savings account fucking gross, (laughs) but like, I just want everyone to be free. I want everyone out of these fucking prisons. I want them out of these fucking hamster wheels. I want to live in the new world and I don't want to live in the new world by myself. What the fucking fun is that I don't want to step over someone who's sick. And broke and struggling to get to my fucking nice car or my nice house? Who gives a fuck about that? What the fuck is wrong with you new age manifestors in your fucking giant houses charging people $500 a fucking session? Yep, I'm coming back for Aaron Doherty. (laughs) Charging people $500 to teach them how to create reality. If they had $500, they wouldn't need help creating... Anyway, sorry. I might edit that part out.
1: Anywho. No, no, leave it in.
0: Uh... Leave it in. I would like to overthrow the government, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I would like to change the paradigm that we currently live in. And I'm saying that we don't fucking need any authority to help us do it. We just have to put our minds together and just be like, where's the problem? Let's figure out the solution. So phase one, imagination project. We provide services to help people process their awakening right it's people who are struggling an example of this and I hope I'm not going to say names or anything but I hope that this person doesn't mind me sharing a little bit of the story but I received an email an imagination project is not up and running yet but I'm kind of beta testing it a little bit and I received an email from someone who was like uh deep 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 in trauma and um processing a piece of trauma and I used imagination money I sent it over to somebody and I was like can you help her And uh, from what I heard after a few sessions, she was fully stepped into her power already doing readings and healing stuff for other people. I mean, this is 10 fucking days. Right. And, uh, this kind of makes me feel like a weird fucking like evangelist right now, but I'm just fired up. (laughs) Um, I think that this works. I think that this is just like us helping each other. Now nah, you know it works. Too. And then we take our gifts and we help other people and then they have access to their gifts and then they help other people and then they have access to their gifts and then they help other people. And then next thing you know, there's more of us than there is of them. And then their system collapses because we don't fucking need them. This is my platform. I'm running for the president <laughs> of just kidding. Gross. Um, Phase two, I think, would be then we start to create space for the image setters, right?
1: Physical space.
0: Physical space. And I don't necessarily wanna like I don't know. I'm just like letting this thing unfold as it goes. I know
1: a lot of these places physically where they are. They exist already.
0: Yeah. yeah. I know I'm I'm definitely not like uh pioneering a bunch of these ideas. No,
1: no, no. It's just interesting how they all kind of line. I ha- the same downloads that it sounds like you had It took me a solid 15 years after them to even see, like, empirical evidence that they existed out in the world. And then until last year to be like, oh, I see now the connections. I see the paths. And as I've kind of embraced that, it's everything you're talking about, it's just like I'm sitting here smiling because I'm like, this is, yeah, this is how it happens. Because I imagine this shit. It's like, I know this happens, but I don't know how. And you're, like, explicitly, like, laying out exactly how it works. And, like, Yeah. Yeah, cryptocurrency is a part of this too. Crypto, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the when Bitcoin first started, I was like, "Oh, that's how we collapse capitalism."
1: It's definitely a part of it
0: because it's what we don't just go from having a capitalist society to not having a capitalist society, right? right? We we start to experience money as an energy exchange. <clears throat> the thing is, I can teach people how to hack money. I can teach people how to like deprogram themselves. However, what I've learned through years of trying (laughs) um is you can't if somebody's like locked into trying to survive i can't just be like okay here's what you do that's a lot of energy like in balance right throat Throat chakras closing up ladies and gentlemen um you can't just uh do that so what if if so many people have hacked abundance And we collectively came together and started providing scholarships for people. This is phase three probably, but like we all hacked abundance and like know how to put your hand out and make money happen. Why, why would you just make that happen for yourself? Fucking why? Now I understand. I understand the logic and the logic is, is that if you just hand a pile of money to someone who's living on a hamster wheel survival thing, the money will disappear. Okay. You also have the knowledge of how to to hack abundance. So why wouldn't you combine those two things unless, of course, you hacked abundance without, I don't know, uh, transmuting the part of you that's a piece of fucking shit. (laughs) And you still like the energy exchange of having more than other people. I don't want to fucking have more. Why?
1: That's right. So that's – what I see happening now is this big shift of people who understand that are now becoming conduits and I don't want to say, like, holders of – but temporary temporary holders of money to shift them to people who need them. I'm like, I see this happening. Like, I know people who probably aren't aware of it who are going to start making – a lot of money and consistently just be in a whole new stratosphere of making money. But those people, instead of being the people who want to hold it and be like, hey, this is for me, I have more than you. Eh, look at these big houses, more than you have small houses. They're going to do exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like I see, I already know, I see because like a lot of people who have had very generous attitudes and kind and helping attitudes um, haven't had a lot of money. And they say, oh, nice guys finish last people, the poor stay poor you're seeing now this shifting a lot and what's also kind of nice is i don't know about the one percent but i've met people in like the five percent you know the ten percent and it's stupid amounts of money like still stupid amounts of money and i've met enough of them now to know that a lot of them are uncomfortable with the amounts of wealth that they've had especially if it's like familial like generational wealth that they didn't really do anything for yeah they want to find places to kind of shift it to. So there are even these bridge people between that old and new world who are like finding and connecting them. Cause all it takes is like one billionaire to fund, not only this idea, but other extensions of it. Also the idea of this handout stuff, this stuff works. If you set the intention to only help people who energetically will be benefited from it, that's the people who come like you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Here's my
0: issue with, welfare and um and i'm i'm saying this as someone who you know uh childhood in uh lived in more than one trailer in my life uh poor parents yeah. were drug addicts um been around been on welfare yeah um it's the energy exchange of it you're giving them money you're making it so fucking humiliating yeah. to get the money yeah that it is Devastate. There's no way energy. It's so stacked in a way to just send the message that yeah. you are worthless. You have to beg me for this. I, I am giving you this generously. I'm giving you this $400 a month to take care of you in a society that is systemically tipped against yeah. you. Yeah. Like I'm so not, it's the fucking most abusive boyfriend. All right. Well, you guys have seen what I look like on a soapbox. I hate (laughs) the fucking systems that are in place and I want to tear them down and we tear them down by just taking the fucking power back ourselves and we get people out of these hamster wheels. And every single person that gets out of a hamster wheel is one less battery being used by the matrix and then they take their uh their perception instead of pointing it at this hamster wheel they are now flourishing they are living in abundance and they are able to help more people and they are able to help more people yeah. like this is how we fucking do it and we don't do that i'm not i'm not i i don't know i don't know if you would call this nice but like i'm not broke you know what i mean i do create whatever i want i let it flow throughout hold on to any of it but like i don't un- i don't understand i don't understand Being conscious and hoarding money. I don't don't fucking get it. And I don't, I maybe I'm talking like this is, I feel like it's an epidemic. I watch new age people. They're not, they're not conscious. That's a fucking really good point. Thank you. Noah. I'm glad (laughs) you're here.
1: Right. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like I've, I'm
0: always raging against some false adversary. You ever see this? I'm always like, I'm freaking out at some fake, uh, atheist who's never said anything to me, and now I'm just like I'm. Ra- it's just me versus Aaron. I want to know why you got to run a fucking. Fr- I was having to a twin flame. That's what my fucking download at the end of fucking 2019 is. Is cut your goddamn foot off and bleed on this floor. And Aaron Doherty's Aaron Doherty's aliens are like, you know what? You need to do a clearance sale. That's what yeah. you need to do a clearance Ooh. sale. Fuck you, motherfucker! I'll tell everybody how to do this shit for free and put you out of business. Yeah. You'll have to uh, sell your shit at a discount on Amazon. Anyway, you know why my he did that,
1: though. You know why when someone's saying their guides are telling them to do Black Friday sales, that's desperate. Like that shit is not going great.
0: God, now I feel like I have to find the video to play it. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play it at the end of this episode uh, after the song, so that if you guys don't want to listen to me be an utter piece of shit, you can just close out the episode. But if you want to hear me get. <laughs> It's so frustrating, man. It's so, fru- it's, it's wild. It's wild to like finally be here and then to like be getting downloads about 5D. And I didn't hear anyone else talking 5D. And then I start hearing people talk 5D and, and he, it was, he was like, so I was hanging out in 5D and then, you know, and then I brought my consciousness back down. Oh God, get fucked. That's six, fucking Black that Friday That's
1: integration. That's what you're doing is 60 integration. Yeah,
0: I know. I know I'm ahead of Aaron. <laughs>
1: That's what it looks like.
0: Um, anyway, <laughs> overthrow the government and Aaron Torney. <laughs> Listen, and I don't want any messages. I know you guys like it. it's fine. It doesn't fucking matter. I have to make fun of things. I'm here to rage against the machine. And today's machine has a Black Friday sale. Sorry, you guys missed it. I lost the SD card. <laughs> um, so that's that's the gist of imagination project. But it's also like we'll get it up and running and uh, I'll probably get more emails from people that need help, and so we're kind of keep beta testing it. Um, I'm sure I'm going to make some giant mistakes. I would like my ideal like life by like September would be that the only readings I do are kind of do like that. Imagination Project intakes or whatever, and that like my full time job is creating content on Patreon and and comedy, and then I think I'm going to end up doing some. Thing that's not comedy, but like funny, f- whatever the fuck this shit is that I do, I yeah. think I'm gonna do that live. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's kind of the vision I see for for where this goes for me at the end of um, the summer. But I would like like the readings I do to kind of just be an intuitive, like intake for. Imagination project and there will be an option for donating some of you have already donated like money and stuff and it's fucking amazing and I love this and it's just it just is what it is so 60 is essentially the body of Christ right it is everyone like logging on and bringing their passion and the thing that makes your heart sing. But there's so much programming there where it's like, oh, I don't know if this is the right path or like, oh, is it selfish of me to want this or is this my ego? This brings me to the next thing I want to talk about. We're having like the opposite of an ego issue in this community right now with people who are waking up to who they are because there is like a fear of taking up too much space. But you are you are literally like a galactic being trying to climb into an avatar right now. Like that's the visual I've been getting where our higher self used to be something playing RPG. And then your like avatar was experiencing life through the eyes of the ego, whatever I, the visions I've been getting are of these like giant galactic beings climbing into the skin suit. Yeah. And then every time I like imagine that I just like, when I look out my eyes, I'm like, Oh fuck, we are like walking power beings. Yeah. And this is why, this is why everything from July is the way that it was, where it was like, uh, get rid of all of your narcissists. Because you can't have fucking, sorry, I've been trying to stop saying narcissists. Get rid of your vampires. Get rid of the people that feed off of you and trigger you and take your energy because you're about to get fucking energetically huge. Separate yourself from things that don't work anymore. Separate yourself from old things that are you know draining you and taking from you then we went into that chrysalis energy right and that chrysalis energy was like the jello wall that we hit and this (laughs) is like not everyone on this exact same timeline but kind of the chrysalis wall was like the old you was melting and a new you was being formed but this (laughs) was all to make space for this giant badass galactic being that you're not becoming you are remembering, you are remembering this version of yourself. And this galactic being is stepping in now and you guys are not taking up enough space. A lot of you are like, "Oh, you know, you're getting downloads about like, you're going to create a modality that changes the world. And I have to pull it out of you in readings. I'm like, Uh, You're creating a new yoga. Everything is new. Everything has to be new. We are writing this thing from scratch and the blueprints to this new world are inside of you guys and they're inside of your passion. They're what you want to do. If you have like daydreams and just like an inner knowing that you're supposed to create some sound healing modality that changes the world, that's who the fuck you are. And that's not your ego saying that. The ego is far more likely to convince you that you're a worthless piece of shit.
1: Yeah, ego. Ego
0: is looking outside of yourself for validation. That's when you want to know what the ego is. So if you're like, I'm... Even that is tricky because... I'm not driven by my ego. I'm not making decisions by my ego, but I'm not going to tell you that my ego, when it gets something, gets a hold of something, runs around. It's just an annoying roommate. It like runs around the apartment like, oh my God, everyone said you were pretty today. And it's like, I don't. F- I'm not making decisions based on that. I'm not seeking that out, but the ego still runs its dumb fucking mouth. And if you start to pretend that you don't have an ego, you start to pretend that you're humble or like that fake humility, you're just pushing your ego into the shadow. And then you're going to have a fucking problem. That, that is where I'm so fucking
1: annoyed with myself right now. I'm like,
0: I'm done.
1: (laughs) 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 The coffee's kicked in the energetic coffee. Also, this is how I naturally am at this level of, (laughs) this is like my podcast is me basically doing this shit. She's yelling at everyone, have a good time. It's super fun. It's amazing. (laughs) Everything's good. Shit's never bad. Um, No, the ego is a tricky one because it's one of those nebulous words that's like God or spirit or prayer for a lot of people where it means so many different things. And Freud had a pretty limited definition of what it is. There's limited versions of ourselves that keep us in kind of fear-based paradigms. Oh, my God, it sounds so new agey. But it's true. Yeah. It is true. And as – we entertain those things. I think most people refer to that as ego. What I think of as ego, I, I had a weird vision when I in July when I started really doing this shit um, of a wolf. And basically, there was this wolf. I found myself in the middle Inti- of the, inside. You are two wolves, right? So you've heard this story, and so there's. Oh, I was making fun of the meme, but go right, ahead. there's, but there's like this. That's the whole fucking ancient Native American story of the good wolf and the bad wolf. Which one do you feed? And that's like kind of a trick question. It's like don't don't buy into that whole duality game. But this is the vision I had. So I'm trying to imagine some shit, probably money at this point because it's early on. I'm trying to imagine money, and I can't imagine anything. I'm just finding myself in the middle of a dark forest with a fire in the middle. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is weird. Why is this happening? But it's crystal fucking clear. And on the periphery, coming out of the forest is this wolf, and it's fucking just circling, and it's a wild fucking snarling, like, this shit's going to fucking eat me. And it feels like I'm there. Like, if you do this vision stuff, like— you're there. It's not like this is, I'm in a vision. It's like, you know, you feel like you're there. So normally I would be terrified if a wolf was there. I mean, he's going to fucking kill me. I'm going to shit my pants. But I wasn't. And it came closer and closer and it's still snarling and it's doing all this stuff. And it's fucking hyper. Like I can see its teeth, but it comes really close. It gets real close to me, sits down next to me. I tell it to sit. It sits. I start petting it, S- starts chilling out. I start hugging it. I start kind of like cuddling it. And I'm like, holy shit, this is my fucking ego. So ego to me means something like if this – it, if it's on guard, if you're fearful, if it's not been fed, if you don't recognize it. Oh, fuck, that's excellent, yeah. Right? This shit will fuck your whole life up. But if this is your buddy, if this is your – it goes and gets you everything you want. And it's So it's. I don't love the word ego because I think people – sometimes refer to like the limited versions of themselves that are afraid or like worried about other people or things that shit needs to die. Merc that shit, that, right. kill that shit immediately. That's okay to kill. But if you try to fight that version of yourself that does want things or, or it wants to navigate, um, that that's exactly what happens. You suppress it and it comes right. back and it fucks your whole shit up. So you just don't judge the bad wolf. It's not a thing. It's, it's just, you yeah, let it's it happen. Just
0: the ego. I have a lot of friends that have like, um, you know like annoying personality traits I mean I'm friends with Noah and it's like <laughs> I don't just sit around and focus on how annoying Noah is you know what I mean I'm like this is Noah this is who he is and uh, if he lived here he would be an annoying roommate and it's like fine I like embrace it I'm like this is all of Noah yeah. and it's mostly annoying but it is that's how I am with my ego I'm just like this is what my ego is It does a bunch of drugs. It's always (laughs) telling me to stare in a mirror and do like, just kidding. Um, My ego doesn't do that. It
1: Uh, a good ego. It just
0: has its own personality, and it's like sometimes I throw it a bone. You know what I mean? It's like my ego after a show is like, but. I don't know. It's not very big at this point, but I spent so much time trying to kill it. And like, rather than just integrate it. And it's like, you have some friends that are more shallow than other friends and it's not injured. It's not seeking validation anymore because I've healed so much of it. But it is, yeah, there is, a. if you realize that you are going to create something that's going to change the world, your ego is going to stomp around the apartment in your head for a couple minutes. And it's fine. Check with yourself and be like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this? Because here's some subtle manifestations of the ego. Are you living a life you don't like because you're afraid of uh, you will feel guilty if you do something different because then people will be mad at you because Mm -hmm. guess who makes Mm -hmm. those decisions? Mm -hmm. Not your higher self. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people are like, I can't, I can't change this part of my life that I hate because I'm afraid of letting this person down. And I'm like, are you afraid of letting this person down? And by people, I mean me. This is a conversation I (laughs) had with fucking me. Yeah. Are you afraid of letting this person down? Or are you afraid of everyone see you, seeing you let this person down? Are you afraid of people finding out that you're not good because you
1: secretly are afraid that you're not good? And what's the root of all of that? Ego. And fear. Right. Every single one of those things involves fear. I like this saying. It sounds fucking hokey as shit, but it's really true. When you remember love, you forget fear. It's just, like, the easiest thing to do. Like, if you just remember that state, it's almost impossible to be fearful. When you're feeling really ecstatic and happy or just, like, you're in a comfortable situation, fear has to come try really hard to knock you out. And I also, like, those those types of, like, fear is good, too. It shows you, like, it's showing you really quickly. It's like pain. Pain is showing you very quickly what you need to work on, what needs to be addressed energetically, physically. So, if you know to, like, move towards and through your fears, the best shit is behind them. That's what holds a lot of people back. They go, I don't know if I can start this thing. I don't know if I can do this thing. I don't know if I can make this move. And then when you just fucking move boldly to it because you know this is what's right for you, you tap into it, all the shit you ever wanted is right behind there. And, like, I speak not only from direct experience but the same shit you see in readings when you tell people to, like, follow their dreams and, like, follow their heart's passion. Like, you get the emails back. You get the communications back. You're like, oh, my God holy shit, I can't believe this thing started to happen. Like, thank you so much. Yeah. They knew it all along. Like, they always know it all along. So. Right. Yeah.
0: It's, it's a big shift to go from a world where everything was based on, like, proving your worth right. and um, right and wrong and good and bad. And it's hard to switch gears where it's like, oh, I can just have whatever I want. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, how will I know if I pick the right thing? And it's like, well, what do you want? And they're like, I want to do the right thing, and I'm like, What do you want? Yeah, the right thing is the thing that you want. You wouldn't want it otherwise. Yeah, and that's after you've done a lot of healing and shit. If you're in you're in this conversation, you've done enough healing because in the past, what do we want? We want to traumatically reenact our our pain. We want to live these stories. <sighs> so um, I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole with that, but take up more space. Um, it's not your ego telling you that you're supposed to do this great thing. Here's the deal. If you have a fucking healing modality inside of you that is like, um, okay, well, yeah, well, who am I to create this? What do you mean you're a fucking galactic being? We don't actually get power or knowledge from like shit – Everything behind this is old world. It has a completely different set of rules. It doesn't fucking matter. You don't need to go get a certification. If you want to go get a certification, cool. But we can just download shit now and yeah. create it. And you wouldn't want to do it if you weren't supposed to do it. And that's it. You wouldn't. Ha- you came here to do this. And it's just kind of a shift. But it's not your ego telling you that. Right. And I get it. Because like I, you've all listened to me like resist Um, and I say a bunch of self deprecating stuff and that, that is kind of, I am like off gassing ego. I'm off gassing, like, um, trying to like, uh, prevent, uh, cult following shit or yeah, people looking outside of themselves to me for anything other than something to laugh at. But, um. But I understand that I came here to do something. I understand that I'm doing it. I do fight it sometimes.
1: I do grapple did with a you, lot of this stuff. Did you see what I posted on Instagram? No, I Great. blocked you. Yeah. <laughs> You'll like this. Because this is this is I what cannot. I this is like the latest. I put these on these these paintings that I like from people. But here's the, the latest one. What did so, I put my phone up for? Okay, go ahead. It's Looks like this. It's a famous René Magritte, who's like a Belgian surrealist. And uh-huh. there's the caption. You can re- you can read the caption.
0: Can I? The feeling when you swear you're not. You're gonna make me put these fucking. Yeah, put on the glasses, on. the crooked glasses. Any more mushrooms, guys? <laughs> the feeling when you swear you're not letting being the creator and sustainer of the entire multiverse go to your head, but also kind of does sometimes. But it's all good because you're a wonderful person whose ultimate drive. Is to give and receive love, just like every other sentient being on in existence. I like that. That's pretty the truth. Could use some punctuation, but no, it's no, I don't know I'm punctuation. is I hate for punctuation. Nerds. For I nerds. love Twitter because we've just, just gotten yeah, rid that's of my punctuation. Part about it. We're not fucking idiots. We can figure out how this sentence works. <laughs> exactly. God, do you remember four years ago when it was cool to be a grammar? Uh, get out of here oh i correct people's grammar it's like okay cool have you ever tried having sex (laughs) (laughs) you fucking lame i correct people's grammar get fucked
2: i love
1: it wow
0: i am
2: (laughs)
1: you're on it today you're on it
0: i am annoying all right next we've got burning out programming so um some examples of this i've talked about So you have programming standing in the way of the things that you want. So for some people it's money right now. They're trying to figure out how to get into abundance. And the thing is you've been trained and ingrained in poverty. And so you want to push and trigger that programming. I could do an entire episode of this, but I, it came up about love and I want to, I want to kind of show some work here. So I spent from 2008 until 2013, I think by the time I figured it out hacking abundance I very, very poverty mentality as a kid. Five years. So so that's five years. Yeah. That was a long time. I don't think that it's necessary now because I think when I was doing it, I didn't think of things in the terms of I'm hacking something. I just was like, the secret came out. And then I was like, this ain't it. And so then I read some of the books, you know, Jessa read. So like took pictures of three pages with my (laughs) eyes and read a Medium article. (laughs) And uh, I just was like, okay the premise of like 12 step recovery is find someone who has what you want and do what they did and so i started just kind of watching like what do rich people do rich people do shit like they consider their time money and so they don't clean their own houses they have someone else clean their house and um they have nice shit that matches and i don't i don't <laughs> like stuff so i'm really bad at like my stuff's all like cheap it's not like cheap it's i don't know it's all like ikea it's like half this is like broken ikea furniture i just don't give a fuck it's re- I think this year I'm going to learn how to, like, be in a house and, like, be in my body more. But I just, like, wear clothes like a uniform. I'm trying to, like, start to wear more than one outfit. Yeah, me um, too. Cool. But uh, I don't care about stuff. But I did when I was a kid. I remember eating out of margarine bowls. Like, my, we would buy, like, margarine in the plastic thing. And then those were our dishes.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were eating, just margarine, eating margarine out of them. When I
0: was a kid. Listen, <laughs> if you guys want to hack Abundance eat fucking margarine <laughs> that was get my tip, a big yeah. ass spoon <laughs> rub it on your body this is a fucking yellow margarine bowls right and so then my yeah. parents just kept these as if they were dishes and i remember just eating mi- mixed match silverware all this shit just made me feel poor it just reinforced the idea that i was poor and so the very first thing is that when i got clean is I was like, everything will fucking match because Mm -hmm. I felt poor. I felt poor as a kid. Besides the fact that my parents were, you know, my parents, my, the, my mom, my stepmom, the women parents. Yeah. My dad was like, you want more money? Work more, you know? (laughs) Um, there's a poverty mentality. And my mom to this day does like poor people math. I talk about this all the time where she's like, here's this thing that I want, but it's 60 cents more expensive My dad does this. than this thing. And I'm like, well, but it's the thing that you want. Why would you to save 60 cents? And she's like, yeah, but if you do that like four times a week, and then that's it's 10 so bucks. I'm like, it's 10 bucks. Figure out how to make 10 bucks. So this is, but see the self esteem thing here. This is the self worth thing because the conversation you're having with the universe, which is abundant is that I'm not worth an extra 10 dollars a month. I should just do an entire episode on money, but yeah. burning out of programming. So you recognize that you have this programming. This programming keeps you afraid. So how I burned this programming out is I was I went to a 200 dollar dinner. I feel like I've told this story fucking a million times in the last month, but this is I I got the 200 dollar dinner, not easy when you don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Best meal of my life and then afterwards, we paid the check. And then the guilt and the shame set in and like I, my body was burning and I was like sick to my stomach and I felt like such a horrible person. Like, what did I do? I could have paid so many bills. Everything's going to go down. Like we're just trained on this hamster wheel to like, you're going to lose everything. But like, how often do you lose everything? You don't. Every time I've ever had to like move back into my parents, it was like, I wanted to move back into my parents. Like I had like sunk down into some well of like, uh, self-imposed, uh, you know, stress over debt that I was still fine paying, you know? <laughs> and then I just like, g- I want to give up one day. So I go live with my parents and I'm like, Oh, this sucks. And then I'm back out of their house and co- I've always been fine. Right. Yeah. I figure it out. And that's like, I dropped out of ninth grade. I don't have just, you, you figure it out. You figure out everything you want to figure out. But we, ha- we've been programmed to believe that this ship could sink at any fucking second. And that's the programming you have to get rid of. Now, what I realized recently is that I am similarly programmed to seek out like unsatisfying love connections, love connections with people that don't quite love me enough or they love me, but they won't admit that they love me or they're, you know, they don't want anyone else to know or whatever the fuck. Um or they lack, like, nurturing or affection. It's like, I get a couple, and then, you know, for the most part, it's like, I'm chasing, essentially. Right. In varying degrees. And I realize I've never just let someone, like, love me. And I was married to someone for a long time that I think probably did love me, but I was like, if you could just never touch me, that would be perfect. <laughs> like, I needed him to be an asshole all the time. Otherwise, like, I, I just, like... And so when I think about a partner just like taking care of me the way that I want to take care of them yeah. and putting me on a pedestal, which I don't think pedestals are healthy, but like seeing me as who I am and loving it. Supporting and unconditionally yeah. loving. And yeah. like, I've had like good like partnerships cause I'm a good like, I'm good at partnerships to where it's like, let's conquer this thing or right. let's, you know, my marriage is like a business partnership, but like nurturing, like loving intimacy Right. I didn't ever had intimate sex that wasn't some kind of like absolute like batshit disgusting disgusting uh, question whether or not it was either like I don't want to be here and I'm, you know, having <laughs> varying degrees of non consensual <laughs> sex or like if I was like in a sexual relationship with someone, it was like filth. It had yeah. to be like filth. It could yeah. not be you're looking in my eyes or and we're right. having an intimate moment. I would die. Right. And, uh, I've experienced it like once or twice now in a, in a, in a relationship that, you know, was, didn't have a good power balance. And so I'm like, what do I want this year? I want a reciprocal relationship. I want a relationship where this person loves me as much as I love them, whatever. That's always a little bit, who cares, but I want to let someone love me. And the truth of that is because I've never had that, if I'm never seeking out that experience, I probably am programmed against it, which means I'm going to have to burn out that programming. Yeah, inevitably. And that could be a weekend. You know what I mean? You could have a weekend and like let them close to me and like and feel the part of me that's like I'm scared. I want to run away and then just watch it. Watch the shame because this is what I do when I have. If I have sex with somebody, it's like, hey. Just so you know, I'm going to want you dead. Like, when we're done, I'm going to want to run away from you. You just have to sit here while I run the entire crazy shame cycle that comes from my trauma. And then let me settle back down. Right. And, like, I learned that about myself over time. I just don't fuck anybody. But, like, I learned that about myself over time at the beginning of, like, long-term relationships. It's like, right. I'm going to get weird for, yeah. like, 24 hours, right? Because it's programming. So it's, it's like, that's like trauma programming or something. I don't know. Protective mechanism maybe you know maybe it
1: doesn't happen one time
0: we'll see we'll see but um it has been very helpful to just know that about myself of course
1: you have like the, the pattern that you can identify and then it's easier to the awareness is like almost all the battle right
0: yeah like, i'm now i'm running this idea of attachment systems which are also programming yeah through this yeah cuz i wouldn't recommend just triggering that but <laughs> i mean Becoming aware of it and knowing it and loving it and embracing it has been the key of dealing with that programming, like everything. But, right, if you know that you tend to go for something that's not in your best interest, like poverty, self-sacrifice, um, like not nurturing yourself, or you know, um, you know, relationships th- with a bad power balance, yeah. move towards the thing that you want and know that that programming is going to reject it. You're going to feel. Ugh
1: and then you i i truthfully look at everything like it's to our advantage and oftentimes the things in our lives that we view as like pro- negative programming it's there so we can show ourselves that we have the ability to transcend it because when you have this big fucking thing in your life that's been this monster that's been eating you up and then you go oh my god I'm in control of this monster. I know how to beat it. It is me. I'm going to love and embrace it. And then it goes away. You're like, holy shit. I'm kind of unstoppable. That is like stepping yeah. into that galactic being thing. You're like, I just conquered this thing that literally ran my entire life up until this point. That's why I think a lot of these big things, those pivot points, like that's what's happening to people. It's fucking crazy, but it's really helpful. You just have to understand that it's 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 not there to fuck your life up. It's not there. It's you right. showing yourself Hey, you actually, you can do this. Like this is like games year. that you signed on to and totally. you're
0: transmuting these games or you're transcending exactly. these games. There's also like a lot of my programming is programming that served me really well when I lived in a life that wasn't safe. So I had this yeah. like I had this thing that would show up. If you listen to Mormon of the meth head, I called it Aubrey Plaza, which apparently nobody understood. But in the movie, in the show Legion, there is a character played by Aubrey Plaza who is just like maniacal. <laughs> And there's a part of me that's like that. And it used to be if you got close to me and just if the tone changed or you did something to let me know that you couldn't be trusted, this other version of me would just come around and cut your throat. And it was like, sorry, you got close to me and uh, I didn't like the way you just did that thing. And uh, that part of me showed up multiple times in this past relationship. And uh wasn't great. Didn't do great. Th- she's not nice, but well, like I was gonna
1: say, this Black Lilith. This is the primordial energy of Black Moon Lilith, which is, you know, this the raging divine feminine. Which if you look at her, just halfway wrong, she's gonna cut your fucking throat like right. immediately. Like, and immediately. I can tell
0: you, you know what? Uh, she served me. She got me out oh of a lot God, of unsafe yeah. situations. I was at one point in an abusive situation. <clears throat> with someone I was in love with and they were physically hurting me. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's that ability to like, just get up off of the floor and get on an airplane and move across the country, yeah. which is kind of my jam anyway. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: that's a good move. I kind of,
0: but she, you know, she like, there were things that needed to be healed around that part. So I don't want to get rid of that part because that part kept me safe. in like a really di- like a, like a heavy trauma, uh, life these darker aspects of myself kept me safe, but I don't need them anymore. Like now it's time to let these softer aspects out. And so it's about healing this and transmuting it. And, um, some of these things were things that served you in the old world. Some of these things are just societal programming that is just fun to transcend, man. Isn't it going to be fun to just have for as long as you know, capitalism lasts. Isn't it going (laughs) to be fun to like be in abundance? It's fun. It's cool to be like, listen, I lived my entire life afraid of money because I was, I was taught, because we were lower class, you know, I was taught, it's kind of weird for me. It's like my dad was like, you know, a construction worker, but like middle class. And then I, I mostly associate with my mom's house, but I just want to make sure that like, uh, I did still come from, you know, you're good, the privilege of my skin or you're whatever. Good. But, um, but I was like poor mentality, man, money is so thing. abstract and I didn't get it. And I was like, my shit was always getting turned off and I was getting evicted from everywhere And uh, I've had cars repossessed. I've driven cars that were, like, fucking gross, you know, gross. I've, like, slept in bus depots. That was math, really. But, like, (laughs) I – it's so cool to, like, hack this thing – that it was set up to keep me from ever hacking it. I love it. And that's fun. It's a fun thing fun. to do. So have fun with the process. Don't put pressure on yourself. If you didn't figure it out in one day, this is like, it's programming. You're like de- D in the process, you're opening yourself up to a completely new world. And this is why I like the idea of like, Slowly hacking abundance rather than winning the lottery, which is like such a fucking you know my feelings. Yeah, like no,
1: and and couldn't get to an episode with Noah without mentioning. Well, no, and I think it's important. I think the lottery stuff, like when that started happening, where a lot of people started winning the scratch like an inordinate amount. It's not that that's how you're going to get rich. It's that it shows you that with an intention you can kind of beat the odds sometimes. Make, it's not, I like that. Yeah, you that's know, good. it's it's not like truthfully, very few people would be prepared for the ramifications of going from like zero to a hundred miles per hour with money. Also, most people want this fulfilling sense of making money in the perfect way for them. It's an energy exchange thing. So that is why like a fair number of people, because I have the imagined forms will hit me up and be like, I want to win the lottery. I used to try to direct them what i've learned is desires will show you what you really want if you even even if you think it's just money even if you think it's a specific person even if you think it's a specific job if you do this shit it'll push you towards what you actually want very quickly it may feel like your life is falling apart sometimes but Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely uh it's not about winning the lottery as like a solution to your problems but it can show you that your mind is pretty powerful and uh you know for that person who needs like Five ten grand and they on a whim you know imagine something and it happens that that teaches them something it's unlikely it's going to be that that's how they're going to make money for the rest of their life yeah right so yeah, yeah. i
0: don't think money's going to be around that long
1: where no. can people find you uh my podcast synchronicity and instagram and twitter
0: what just my uh name. just wander around instagram and yeah, yell just your eventually name. you'll find me no lamper yeah uh if you want to get a reading, it's jessareed.com. Patreon is patreon.com forward slash jessareed. Sorry, you guys have to sit through this fucking spiel every week. $5 gives you two bonus episodes of Patreon. There'll be different kinds of episodes, but like ideally the absolute bat shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to have this publicly out where people can stumble upon it. Energy <laughs> updates. That's where I would like to put those when they come up. That I don't have them twice a month always, but... For $10 a month, you get those plus four general readings. So I do like an hour long tarot reading for the collective. For $20 a month, you get those things. And also, once a week, I do a live video where we hang out for at least an hour and just bullshit about stuff. And that's usually like Sunday nights. But I'm going to. The more people end up in that tier, then the more we do. And then, like I said, some of the. Proceeds will be used uh, to overthrow the government. The um, aforementioned plot <laughs> to destroy the parasitic systems that currently exist. Um, my throat hurts. I'm sure your ears hurt. I'm really sorry about everything that I said here. <laughs> um, I've got. I do. I have a comedy career. I got dates. I am coming to Portland and Tacoma and Yakima in March. I'm at the Skank Fest in Houston. I'm coming to Cincinnati in April. I'm gonna be all over running this new hour that is a little bit sad. Um, exactly that, what you want in a comedy special. Is that what I just saw? Yeah.
1: It's awesome.
0: Yeah? It is.
1: No, it's legitimately great. I okay. saw No, it's like it's okay. amazing.
0: He saw the very first run, so yeah. it's probably gonna get worse. <laughs> um, and Jesse Reed comedy on Twitter and Instagram, soberish pod on Twitter and Instagram for this. And uh, I think that's it. Have a great week. I think this podcast might come out on time. got to listen to this fucking douche <laughs> real quick listen to this
2: okay yes it's true i turned 31 just a couple days ago okay and when i turned 31 they told me they said you're gonna have a life review at the end of your life and for me it happened at 31 years old and let me tell you what happened so i ascend into the higher vibration okay i'm up there fucking I'm gag my eyes. I'm seeing all the people that I affected in my life, positive and negative, and I'm seeing the the things that really mattered in life as well, okay? Having this experience, I'm like, OMG. Then what happens is I realize, there it is. I should have on black friday and the week of my birthday offered a huge discount on 11 of my top transformative courses to help other people
0: get fucked you mean to tell me your guides are giving you downloads about sales for black friday what department are you from I'm like I'm like uh, we got liberation codes. The rest of us are over here with like crazy migraine headaches and trying to like upgrade th- cellular structures and shit. And this fucking douchebag is getting dead. Black Friday? Does he work for the retail department? What the <laughs> fuck, Aaron Dor? I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I'm so sick of these f- snake oil salesmen. And my then my guides told. me... Hold on, it gets so much worse. Hold on, I I forget how much more ridiculous it gets
2: there it is I should have on Black Friday and the week of my birthday offered a huge discount on 11 of my top transformative courses to help other people to transform their lives yes I know it's one of the weirdest things that could possibly happen in the life of you nonetheless it
0: Oh, definitely. In 2019, the weirdest thing that could happen is a sale on Black Friday. Is there anything else weirder? Huh, it couldn't be the telepathy or the superpowers that people are getting or people waking up and realizing that there's some type of, like, uh, woods witch or they talk to dragons now. It couldn't be that our bodies are changing to bodies and then other bodies. Definitely the weirdest thing I've ever heard of is someone having a sale on Black Friday. Go be a televangelist, dude. Like, that's where you belong. Go back to Christianity. I cannot believe... I put my finger on it. This is what I don't like about New Age spirituality. It's not even that he's selling something. It's that you're using spirituality to like... It's so fucking gross. It's so gross. And this right here, the creating the dependency on yourself. This dude has never told anybody I'm not your guru. This dude has never been like... uh, This dude is selling a product.
1: Do you... Where did you find him also? He is
0: a famous...
1: I've never... I don't know how you pronounce that last name. Doty? Doughty? Dowdy, Dowdy. He's famous?
0: He's... How many... I think I, I follow him and laugh at him on Instagram. <laughs> I can't take it.
1: Holy shit, though. Because he
0: says, like, I come down out of 5D and stuff. You come out of 5D with a download about a sale? What?
1: I just don't... I don't understand... What? Uh, how is he summoning the internal... I guess it's just delusion to do that cuz like you can tell right like right when you showed that to me 200,000 sh-
0: followers.
1: Oh man. On this just bodes well for us, I think. Is what it is because
0: cuz I have someone to make fun of. I have something to shit on. <laughs> well, I mean